Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What is the most egregious eating sin you've ever witnessed? 651-641-1071. Was it uh, dipping your Oreos in water? That is so nasty. Who would do that? Well, I guess people do weird things with their food. Okay. What have you seen somebody do that you just thought was nasty? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, hey. live at Klein Nissan of Maplewood. We will be here for the next hour. Come see us. Bring an unperishable food item. Donate it as part of our Food for Families to Second Harvest Heartland. Grab a free Johnny Pop. Get some My Talk swag. And you can say dr- hello. You can drop that off after 3 o'clock. This so even if true. we're not broadcasting, you can still come drop it off. This is true. We just won't be here. Uh, Alright, so I love Reddit. I, I don't spend nearly enough time on Reddit because it is a time suck. I don't know how to use the dumb thing. Oh, it's it's easier I than I wait you for think. other people to tell me to read What's stories. What's going on on yeah, Reddit? Exactly. Well, somebody posted uh, a question on Reddit, and I thought that is a darn good question, especially because we love to talk about food on the Colleen and Bradley show. The question was, uh, asked people to share their most outrageous eating sins. And uh, the internet delivered, right? Because the internet will do that. What constitutes a sin? Well, how about I give you a couple examples? Sure. How about um, milk and grape juice? This is actually called a purple, purple cow. cow. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, what one user uh, replied, milk and grape juice. When I visited my aunt's family as a kid, she served a purple cow. Milk mixed with grape juice. Sounds vile. For breakfast. But it reminds me of Laverne and Shirley, milk and Coke. Remember, wasn't it Shirley or Laverne? Yes. Liked milk and Coke. Right. Or milk and Pepsi. Milk How and about Pepsi. mustard on waf- waffles? Ew. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's nasty, right? Mustard on waffles? Yes, this kid liked to eat it. Okay. 651-641-1071. I understand we have Larry on the line. Hello, is Larry there with us? Hi, Larry. Hey. Hi. What's the most egregious eating sin you've ever witnessed? Well, I got two of them, but I'll start off... uh... Being the father of four daughters, I've come to find that ranch dressing is often a uh, more of a necessity in the home than water itself. Yep. Yes. Um, my third daughter used to dip her bananas in ranch dressing. Oh, that's oh. nasty. That is nasty. That's nasty. Yep. And then I would say a sin would probably be catch uh, up with a good steak. Oh, yeah, that's agreed. A sin. Agreed. Thank you, Larry. Do you know the only one that th- that makes me th- think of, and thank you, Larry, um, is ketchup and fried chicken is yeah. actually really good. I'm sorry. Oh. It is. It's good. I don't know that I could do that. If it's, it's good, good fried nasty? chicken. 
No, if it's, it's not good that nasty. Fried chicken, I don't want to dip it in ketchup. I want pure fried chicken. Yeah, but sometimes fried chicken is not always like amazing, and, and you got to choke it down it somehow. Um, I wanted to get to the other one that he referenced, which was the bananas with the ranch. Uh-huh. I had a this gal that I used to work with, and she uh, used to make some amazing food and bring it into work. But one thing that she would eat on a regular basis made me want to vom dot com. Uh huh. Bananas with wait for it uh. mayonnaise. She would slather a big plop of mayonnaise onto her banana and just eat it bite after bite. Spoon mayonnaise on top, eat it. Spoon mayonnaise on top, eat it. That's nasty. I was like, so here's the thing. First of all, bananas are questionable. I've given up bananas for the most part. Sometimes I can do a banana. Unless it's like a smoothie or like pudding. There's something about the texture and like the aggressive flavor that sometimes just looks not always but sometimes i just don't like it when it's not fully ripe like i want a perfectly ripe banana i've i can't handle that weird kind of i actually i have a friend who like gags at bananas and i'm feeling like her right now kim you know who you are we've got jennifer Um, on the line oh let's go to jennifer hello jennifer jennifer what is the most egregious food sin you've ever witnessed I was at a restaurant where somebody put a knife into the ketchup bottle to get it out, out and then she licked it and then stuck it back in. No. Okay, no, rude. Rude. No. Rudy Tuesday. That is not okay. You're arrested. That is nasty. I, I would kick I, her out. Yeah. I hope that you publicly shamed her. Uh, no, but we left <laughs> soon after. No kidding. Oh, my gosh. Thanks it for your call. It just makes you... Yeah. Well, you. I, it makes me not want to ever use... Ever use... The bottled ketchup. Yeah. I'm fine if it's squeezed ketchup because there's less of a chance that somebody's been, you know, acting a fool. With Do you have the any ketchup. food sins? How about this? This my, I have an actual son that does this regularly. He dips apple slices in ketchup. Oh, that is vile. I know. What? But I will tell you this. It's true. We had a, a food therapist who essentially said to us, you can't get funky about their dipping stuff in stuff because if it gets them to eat yeah let them dip sense. it so like we have all the sauces on our table like seriously dinner time i honestly rolls think around. that's like the new participation trophy is like all sauces all the time and i'm speaking mostly for my own household yeah where i am offended when my partner puts sauce on everything that i cook I agree with that. Now, like, I, fully I don't agree have children. With that. At some point, you have to age adult, out of the sauces. Yes. I think it's offensive. I agree. If I have made you food and you are dousing it in a sauce that now has rendered it an entirely I different cannot, food item. Do you have, like, okay, so I, this is going to sound real shishi and snobby, and I know it, and I'm saying that from the jump, okay? But have you ever been to, like, a real good steak restaurant? And somebody at the table has asked for the A1. Thank God, no. But I will tell you this. Uh, I went to a very fancy steak restaurant recently, and they brought their signature steak sauce to the table. And it is to die for. Oh, I didn't try it. I was mortified. Oh, really? I was like, this better not be because our society is going to crap. It is. And you're trying to accommodate people who want sauce on their steak. I asked about it at the same restaurant that you're talking about. Because I was there, too. And I know exactly what you're saying. And I asked about that sauce, and they essentially said that. That that was why. Because people will ask for A1. Hi, Holly. Hi. (laughs) Got a couple of callers on the line. Perfect. Let's talk to them. Who do we have first? First, we have Christina. 
Hello, Christina. What is the most egregious food sin you've ever witnessed? My husband makes peanut butter, mayo, and pickle sandwiches. Uh, okay. Uh, nope. Oh my god, You're that herping. sounds so I'm telling vile. You, peanut butter and pickle, and yes. Mayo? Uh, peanut butter and pickle, mayo. yes. And then a separate sandwich, peanut butter and mayo, yes. No. I wonder if all of it together would be kind of good. No. no. Have no. you tried it? No. No. I good can't. girl. Not even pregnant, I couldn't do it. I yeah. might try it. Go Thank for you it. for your call. I I will say though that my um my stepdad used to do the um butter peanut butter and jelly oh yeah and that's actually really oh good. that's a yes yeah that's salty but like in a there. lot of butter that's too much okay who else do we have house well we definitely need to get to joel okay hello joel what is the most egregious food sin you've ever witnessed well i will add on to what the previous caller said because she said pickles mayonnaise and peanut butter and so i had an ex-girlfriend back in the day who loved that but she also put a craft American cheese slice on it. <laughs> is it weird? I was it's, thinking it's, that would be a good no, addition. No, 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 no. Oh, what is wrong with you? There's a lot of weird things in my life, and I will. That that was one thing. Is like, nope, eh, no. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. I, you guys, listen. What sounds good about that? No, that's so disgusting, Colleen. Knock it off. It's like, that's like, you know what <laughs> that reminds trash. you of? Is, remember when you, like, you and your friends would be home alone on a Saturday and you're like, let's just make a bunch of weird stuff and see if we can make each other eat it. My yep. daughter did that yesterday yeah. with her friend. Yeah, yep. put it in the microwave, too. Uh-huh. No, yeah. I had okay. a babysitter who made a sandwich with American cheese and Miracle Whip on it and she made us eat it and I didn't eat it and I cried. Because she Ugh. was forcing us to eat the sandwich, and I refused. I Colleen, want to cry because a, you didn't is, eat that. That is <gasps> abuse, Colleen. No, it is. I have always had issues with too food. much, um, like Cool Whip or not Cool Whip, Miracle Whip, Miracle Whip. I don't like the zing. Like when there's too or much the mayo or Miracle Ugh. Whip with a cold food item. Oh. No. What is wrong with you guys? I can't. I'm not a big fan of Miracle Whip. It's a Whip, texture thing. But I, I am here to tell you, you have not lived like until you have had like out the a nice, oh. moist bun <laughs> with regular Kraft mayonnaise and a Kraft single. It is like, Ew. that is yummy. Throw some red onions on there. I'm happy. Okay. That's a meal. All right. Well, when the apocalypse happens, you won't starve. Also, nope. peanut butter and pickle sandwich. I can't believe you guys don't like that. What's that is good about that. It's going to be Colleen and the cockroaches. Yeah. Fine. Listen, She's like, we'll be happy. Like in the corner gnawing. It's going to be like Joe's apartment. We're all, we're, all, we're all starving. We're like, it's fine. You eat those sandwiches, girl. We're also, fine. I will tell you, we I'll did starve. a segment similar to this one time, and somebody said something about peanut, peanut butter and mayonnaise, and so I tried it, and it is good. I think, to me, it's a texture thing. Like, I love mayo. For example, fries. That used to gross people out because yeah. I would dip my fries in mayo. I, that, I'm shameless I'm sold about that, too. on that, and now I think everybody does no, it. It's yeah. very um, continental. Yeah, it's very you know Belgian, mm-hmm. but um, there's something about it like with peanut butter mm. or mm. you gotta try it. Don't well, our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies joins us every Friday at this time to tell us what is in theaters. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. This is Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, Paul, are you there? I am here. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies. It's not just what's in theaters. It's also what you can watch at home this time. Exactly. He's a streamer. 
Yes, I so, am. <laughs> so, Paul, let's kick it off with the thing that I'm the most excited oh, about. There's Toy a, Story 4. Yes, opens in theaters this weekend. And if you're thinking, okay, the Toy Story 3 ended so perfectly, why are they making a 4? Trust me when I tell you that you have to run out and go see Toy Story 4. It oh. lived up to all the expectations. And frankly, beats them if you're thinking, I don't know if this is going to be any good. Okay, so I have not had that thought. So I'm grateful for that. Um, but tell us what to expect. Are we, We're meeting new characters, yes. right? Yeah. So if you remember at the end of the third one, Andy gives his toys over to this girl named Bonnie. And Bonnie is now in kindergarten. And in her orientation class, she makes a toy, uh, a plastic fork named Forky, out of the trash. And then she loves Forky so much that she takes it on this road trip with all the other toys. And then when Forky gets separated, it's up to Woody who decides to kind of go rescue him and reunite him with Bonnie. Aww. Okay, see, what I love about this is That's adorable. every know, parent right? of a kindergartner knows exactly what this is like when your kid brings home the trash project that they <laughs> yes. love so much, yeah. and you literally are like, we cannot lose this trash project, because if we lose it, it's like taking one of their limbs, right. but it's literally trash. trash. Yep, like and, a paper plate turkey yes, or something. And yes. you're like, okay, now we got to protect this dumb thing. And that's exactly what it is, because Bonnie finds these the, this material in the trash. I mean, it's a spork and pipe cleaners and popsicle sticks that she pieces together into this toy. And how they kind of describe Forky, and he's voiced by Tony Hale, from Veep and Arrested Development. So if you like Tony Hale, you'll definitely love, love. what he does. And then you have Keanu Reeves joining the cast, and Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele are also in it. So all these new cast members just live up to what you love about who they are and their personas so much. And of course, Tom Hanks is back as Woody, Tim Allen, Annie Potts, the whole rest of the gang is all here too. I love it. And it sounds to me, or at least from, from what I've read, it leaves it open for maybe the potential of some more... Um, sequels. I I I don't know. If, well, I mean, sure, it's an, or it's spinoffs Pixar. at least with yeah. some of the the new characters, or at yes. least a new line of toys for your children to well, waste their money and on, a whole new land money. at Disney World. Right. I mean, it's like they had to I do it. I will say the one of the funnest uh, games that I ever or f- most fun games I've ever played in my life or rides, rides rather, yeah, uh, was at Disneyland, and it's the Toy Story one where you're shooting things. It's right. So it's like a real live arcade yeah. game, and you're in it, and yeah. it's super. And fun. you're like being you're. Competitive with the person you're in the car. And that is what's so great about this movie. It's so fun. And they really add so much comedy to it. Like, I think it's the funniest of the Toy Story movies. Like, there's no bit or scene that they don't try to add more comedy. And it's adventurous. And it provides this, like, closure that you didn't think you needed. And then by the end, you're like, that was so sweet, so darling. I know why they made this movie now. And it reminds everyone why Tom Hanks' Woody is so vital to this movie. Why, in my opinion, Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's one of the best voiceover performances of all time. Him as Woody over these four movies and what he means, what this character means to Andy, uh, Bonnie, everyone else that's been in the audience watching these. It is just incredible. I will also say, I mean, at least at my house, like the Toy Story movies have really grown up with my my kids. Yeah. Um, and my Ollie, who's twelve, he still he still has that. He's still young enough that he has that sort of attachment and nostalgia about those toys that he had. Me, and I mean literally the Woody toy, the Buzz yeah. Lightyear toy. He still has that attachment and nostalgia to it. So it's it is sort of beautiful to see now this other this next movie come out. And he wants to see it. Oh, take um, him. I mean, yeah, and so it's so for people who have kids the age of my children, I know that this is very exciting. It is. And I think even us us as adults that maybe saw the movies their first one when we were kids, to see the kind of progression and this transition as now from teens to adults and or even your kids yeah. growing older, like we can appreciate these movies in such a different lens as we get oh. older. And it I, I just I don't know, it meant more to me than I think I thought it would going into it. You probably and for got a those of us up. who yeah. were maybe too old for the original movie and don't have kids, you know, um, you would love it. I wish you would see it. I'm I, dead serious. I wish you would watch no, the there's series. A, there's a lot of there's a lot of adult humor in this, and I don't mean raunchy, but I mean they really oh, like. Yeah, that's a bummer. They, yeah, I know. But there's little things that, you know, we'll pick up on that we'll feel like, yep, that's clever. Pixar, I see what you did there. Genius. I, I just love the imagination that behind these films. Okay, so what? how many tickets? I'm giving it four and a half out of four. five. They really that's go awesome. all out and make this like the closure, the, the piece de resistance. Okay, so we've got about mm, two what minutes to talk about Us, the uh, home release. Yes, this is my favorite movie of the year so far. It is really? now available on Blu-ray, DVD, on demand. Yes, so if you didn't see it in theaters, it's the latest masterpiece from Jordan Peele. Again, this is a Jordan Peele double feature today. And he wrote, directed, produces it. And it's about this family that goes to the speech house for the summer and what happens when they are the victims of a home invasion. And those are their doppelgangers at the end of their driveway trying to break in. Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, Elizabeth Moss, and Tim Heidecker are also in it. I that right. It looks so creepy and I cannot wait to see it and I'm so glad I can watch it in the comfort of my couch. How many tickets? Five out of five ticket stops. There are layers upon it. layers. Go watch Go it. Go see it. Right. Uh, thank you so much, Paul McGuire Grimes. Thanks for having me. Paul's trip to the movies. Check out his YouTube channel. Check out the website. He's multimedia. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. After this, on my talk 1071 well then i guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot colleen and bradley present csi it stands for crazy stupid idiots it sure does why well because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. No, that's not where we're going first. Do you know oh. where we're going? Where? Actually, we're going to a state, but the state itself is the crazy, stupid idiot. <gasps> I've never heard one of these before. Well, consider it a first. Our first ever state itself is a crazy, stupid idiot story. Goes to the state 
of Iowa. Oh. Iowa is a crazy, stupid idiot. And here's why. Have you seen this story uh, about this woman? Um, she's a Minnesotan. She actually lives, I think, she probably lives like right down the street because I think she lives just outside St. Paul. And this all goes back to the year 1990. Wow. When she was a teen runaway. Uh, and at the time, she was she was hitchhiking, and she hitched a ride with an older man through Hamilton County, Iowa. Okay. Okay. The man got pulled over for speeding and uh, got a ticket. She was given a ticket for not wearing a seatbelt. So okay. this was in 1990. They pulled her over. And uh, 29 years later, 29 years later, the state of Iowa is trying to collect on a $35 ticket. Against this woman uh, who says that she got it back in 1990 when she was a runaway. Now, what's more... Have, int- are they having a rough financial year in Apparent, Iowa? Apparently, and we'll that get to that. $35 is really going to make a difference. Right, exactly. So she said, um, here's what she says herself. And uh, her name, by the way, is Amy Rush. Amy Rush, if you're listening. Hi, Amy. We're sorry. Yeah. So, quote, I was a runaway. The officer that pulled us over... Um, he not only did not see an ID or license from me, but never inquired about me at all. So for all they knew, I was with a deranged psychopath or something. So what she's saying is, like, I was a teen runaway hitchhiking with a guy. And, you know, thank you for giving me a ticket for not wearing my seatbelt. But maybe you could have asked a question about, yeah, you know, looking back, obviously. At the time, she probably wouldn't have been very excited about answering police questions. But... Um, in hindsight, she's like, maybe... Be concerned about the welfare of the child in the car. Yes. Versus how old, my wait, how old was she then? Well, she would have been a teenager. She's in her 40s now. Okay. And she was a runaway, so presumably that means yeah, she was like, in her yeah, teens, teens, right? Yeah. Um, and it's a $35 ticket. Now, over the years, for the past 15 years, they have been making a concerted effort through a collection agency to go after this $35. And she says that by now, the amount of postage alone that they've sent over the last 15 years has far exceeded the $15. And she's also said that at one point she considered just driving down there and explaining to a judge, like, hey, I th- here's the story. Yeah. But clearly, that would be kind of defeating the purpose, right? right. Because that's going to cost a lot more than $35. Yeah, for her. Exactly. And so she's just like, I ain't paying it. Um, the state of Iowa, however, is like, you're going to have to pay it because that's what we do. Um, they won't stop actually uh, trying to collect on it because at this point, it's through a collection agency. This is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. 29 years later yeah that 35 dollars 1990 dollars it's 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 kind of ludicrous it's, i will tell you the uh the library has actually given up on me ever paying a due oh just wait and until they you probably try to could your, use the money oh if you no, try to get your card they will that's why yeah. i haven't just pay the dumb i thing. know i just i have a shame thing that i'm working through don't worry don't i'm seeking professional help don't worry about it um Anyway, um, yeah, because she's a, go. because she's a Minnesota resident, they can't actually do much. The only real thing that they could do at this point is war- uh, issue an arrest warrant, which would be <laughs> delightful. Right? To, you know, issue an arrest warrant for this woman in Minnesota. Uh, anyway, she just says, "I ain't doing it." That's ridiculous. Amy Rush, we are on your side. Uh, all right, for our next story, we are going to go to Florida. And we're going to meet Jonathan Ortiz. He's 29 years old. Oh, okay. 
he was doing something in a closed park Uh in Tampa. A closed park? What does that mean? Meaning like it was off hours and the park was closed down. I mean, we don't, I mean, we don't have a lot like that, a lot of parks like that. But in Florida, sometimes they're like gated parks and you can't get in. So the park was closed in Tampa. It was after hours or at a time when he wasn't supposed to be there. Um, and uh, he was doing something in that park. Now, what he was doing was the fact that he was there was illegal. What he was doing wasn't necessarily illegal, um, but it did get some attention. And then it got him more attention when they realized what was on him. What was on him? Yeah, what he Another had on person? his person. So he was doing. He was playing Pokemon Go. In oh god, is his name Don McLean? No. Oh, Rocco. No, actually. Okay. But they might know him. They may have tried to battle for a Pokemon. I don't even know how that thing works. Uh, apparently, he was actively trying to catch a wild Pokemon. Okay. People, you understand that this game isn't real, right? They don't care. I know. I went, I was, uh, you know, we did a live broadcast at the Mall of America last oh, week. Oh, yeah. And I was walking through Nickelodeon Universe. Universe. Yep. And there were these random people just yes. sitting around with phones. And I was like, those are those Pokemon Go people. It's true. You don't really realize what they were doing until you stop and notice. <laughs> I heard that. Well, okay, so he's playing Pokemon Go. I've done worse. It's okay. He was trying to catch a wild Pokemon, uh, and a deputy observed him doing so and wanted to flag him down and let him know, hey, buddy, this place is shut down. you got to go. And that's when he realized, in plain view, Mr. Ortiz had 3.5 grams of cocaine and 5.5 pounds of THC oil and one pound of marijuana. More like Pokemon Coke. Uh, I was going to say more like Pokemon go to jail, and that's what he did. By the way, speaking of people on their phones, I would just like to publicly shame... People on their phones? The woman that I almost got into a massive accident on 35W with today, because she she would not put her phone down. She was taking selfies of herself driving a car. You should have taken a photo of her. No, but then... Stop it. (laughs) I... I pulled up neck, well, because she almost hit me. Yeah. Then I was honking repeatedly. She wouldn't even put her phone down because I was going to tell her, girl, put your phone down. She was weaving in and out. I honestly, this, we have reached a terrible point with people and their phones while they're driving. I want to say that there's still hope. I'm afraid there's not. No, there's really not. But the good it's news is so we won't dangerous. have to. The oh. good news is um, that's going to cure itself because we're going to have cars that drive themselves. Yes. And we already kind of do. Do you know that my car, my new car, has. It, does it if beep I, when you veer out of the lane? Not only does it beep, Colleen, it turns my steering wheel <gasps> and keeps me in the lane. So I can take my hands off. Don't do it. But that's awesome. Yeah. Have you tried it? Duh. Okay. That's what it's for. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that what it's for? <laughs> Uh, where was that? Tampa. Tampa, Florida. Well, now we got to go to, uh, uh, excuse me, Pennsylvania. And I want to tell you about a guy named Peter Oldfield. He's 46 years old, and he's from Shrewsbury, Pennsylvania. And he is facing a misdemeanor count of something. And it's the something that is, of course, crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. And it all has to do with a relationship that went sour. Okay. Okay. Or apparently was in the process of going sour. Okay. So Peter Oldfield's girlfriend uh, apparently just up and left him Monday with no explanation. 
Oh, it's rough. Yeah, right? So um, he decided to track her down. I mean, maybe he didn't know if she was okay. Like, he just wants to make sure she's fine, right? So he goes to her last known address. He parked a few houses up the street to wait for her to get home. Okay. Okay. While he was parked... It sounds kind of stalkery, but keep going. Yeah, kind of, right? Okay. But again, she just up and left. I don't know. Anyway, he uh, he sits in front of the house, and an SUV pulls up in front of her house. Okay. He gets out of his car and starts walking towards the SUV to see if his girlfriend was inside. That is when the vehicle backed up into the street, leading him to believe that she was inside. Uh-huh. Like, obviously, if right. it's about to drive off, right. she doesn't want to get out of the car. Right. Well, according to the criminal complaint, he runs to his car, which is a Kia Soul. Okay. Isn't that one of them little boxy? Is that yeah, the hamster car? I think so. Anyway, he jumps in his Kia Soul, flips on his emergency lights. Okay. What? Like his blinkers? He had his emer- hazards? He had emergency lights on top of the vehicle. Mm-mm. No, this is premeditated. Impersonating what? A cop. Police car. The vehicle turns down a street and stops. He then pulled in front of the SUV. Uh-oh. Inside the SUV, just wait, there's more, were New York, or excuse me, North York, because this is a place called North York, council president and two other council members. Oh, dear. He then gets out of his vehicle, walks to the SUV. The driver asks him to identify himself, and he says... Are you Brooke's dad? (gasps) Brooke is the lady that he's with. And he says, no. The person says no. The conversation continues with him saying, she moved out of her house and all her stuff is gone. I need to find her. He then left and continued to look for his girlfriend. Obviously, the people inside the vehicle called police. Yeah. this guy sounds like he's got some... I All I'm saying is, I kind of get why she up and left. Like perhaps there was a reason. Now, can I tell you that one of the more uh, titillating bits of this particular story is that the police say, okay, well, why do you have emergency lights on your vehicle? Because that's not... The, those don't come standard with the that's Kia That's not Soul. standard. I don't know. For all I know, they're like, you know, DJ lights at this Who point. Who knows? Right? No, but they, he said he had lights on his Kia Soul because he was a member of the Freedom Biker Church medical team. Um, cool. Which What means, even is that? I don't know, but apparently that's like, you know, he felt like that absolved him. Yeah, he of, had to use them. Yeah. When you've got the lights, you got to use them. Apparently, this is not the first time he's impersonated an officer. In 2011... He was reportedly seen speeding with emergency lights on, telling witnesses he was on a mission. How old is this guy? 46. Oh, my gosh. Okay, again, I can see why his girlfriend just up and left. I mean, doesn't he kind of look like he's probably a D-bag? Oh, big time. Okay, yeah. he doesn't look anything like I expected. Do you know what I expected? What? Kind of twerpy. Oh, Maybe no. a little bit. Like, he, he. this guy is like a muscular, handsome D-bag. Yeah. He looks kind of, you know. Creepy, though. Yeah. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. After this on My Talk 107. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. 
Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the mill. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433 and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.